0: Hey, what up, Dill? Welcome to the SL2K podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Prophecy. Uh, before we get started, I want to recognize uh, Gameland TV for their contribution to our audio for this podcast. Uh, the YouTube is Gameland underscore TV. The Twitter is at Gameland underscore TV. You can catch the music uh, handle at CJIceNC for CJ Ice's music. Uh, His album is Chillmatic. It's available on iTunes and everywhere you can stream, every platform. Uh, The Instagram is at CJIce.nc. Make sure to check out the other members of our SL2K podcast network as well. We have JSL Podcasts. You can check them out at JSL Podcasts. Shout out to Jake at The Hustle Plays and The Hustle Plays 2K. And you can also catch He Wasn't Ready. That's hashtag he wasn't ready, at he wasn't ready with the Z, And that's the third branch of our SL2K podcast network. So check them out.
1: I'm out of your league. This is Spotlight. Yeah, Arrow getting greens. That's a stoplight. We can take you out the picture. That's a crop, right? And let the chickens fight each other. That's a cockfight. The SL2K, I got around to it. A lot of leagues, but none of them amount to it. And it's free when it really comes down to it. And since I follow them, I had to add the bounce
0: to it. Huh? Hey, what up, Bill? Welcome to the SL2K podcast. This is Prophecy 308, your host, and we have a very special guest with me, the team owner from Worldwide SL2K. You can find them at Worldwide SL2K, all one word, no underscores or nothing like that. Makes it real easy for you. Uh, So what up, Hype? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you uh, taking the time out to uh, record with us today. I know you're busy with the uh, season opening action. I've seen you've been playing uh, throughout the day here. I know you guys got off to a nice start, so I was happy to see that for sure. Um, yeah, so we're going to uh, get into uh, some topics here that I think you'll enjoy discussing and uh, tell the people a little bit about Worldwide's history. And, uh, you know, we'll go into some dialogue about uh, things that transpired through season one and things that you saw, and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, season two here. All right, sound good? That's great.
1: All right. That's great.
0: Let's start with a little bit of a rewind uh, back to the beginning here, I guess, so to speak. Um, how did you get involved with SL2K, you know, right from the jumpstart? Did you see a post on Twitter? What What was it that came to your attention as far as uh, SL2K? Um, uh, I mean, just I guess the first thing, you know,
1: as I think about it, probably be more so that my one of my teammates uh, saw like we were looking for different tournaments, you know. As you know we weren't any of the one oh two you know we um we just decided to you know go out here and go look for some tourney games because you know we felt like that we were up there i guess with the with the you know with the plethora of other people that yeah. didn't get it as well, but you know um I think my team we just felt like individually that we were good enough, you know we already were running some team games anyway, but we put it off you know uh for the chase. So, uh, like, once it was over, you know, we just decided to go look for something, and it kind of fell in our lap, you know, just looking um, on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so it, know, was like line it was a online everywhere.
0: There's a motivation from the the pro league, basically, that got you guys thinking, you know, we want to pursue this, you know, basically, and started scouting for different opportunities. I feel that for sure, man. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, man. So tell me about previous SL2K. You, you mentioned you were looking for leagues. Had you ever played in any leagues with your team before, Any any tournament environment or anything like that?
1: No, we weren't uh playing anything. We were just basically freelancing out there, just proving ourselves, you know, in the grounds out there. That's uh basically, that's basically where we were. Um, but as far as like uh leagues, like um, I guess a few of us were doing like individual, like you know, those play now games uh, for Gamer Saloon and things yeah. like that. Um, you know, that's the the closest that anybody was playing in any type of tournament games. So I guess once we all came, you know came to the agreement, like I said, you know, to look for some, um, with SL2K falling, you know, somewhere in our lap, uh, you know, we just jumped on the opportunity and we just decided to use this as a stepping stone to see, you know, seeing, I guess, scale on how good we were and, you know, how far we could actually take this as a team. Um, you know, we, we take this very seriously, as you can see with some of my moves that I've made over the off season. Um, that we, you know, we really are coming for, you know, coming for uh, a certain stature that, you know, everybody wants, which is champion. And that's the one thing that we, we've we been looking for, and that's what we're coming for, I guess, the second season. You know, that's what we've been looking for. Mm, absolutely. That's, uh, that's been basically what what we've, you know, started out with, all of us with SL2K and, and that being, you know, this being the first thing that we've uh, – that we've done, we've definitely, uh, like I said, like, focused our mindset into understanding on how these things work, you know, with the leagues and things like that.
0: Cool, cool. So tell me about, uh, like, once you got, you know, on board with with SL2K, did you have to do any recruitings? You, you mentioned you had a team. So you, you guys had a five set. You were good to go.
1: Yeah, we, um, we had five guys, uh, but we just, you know, decided to – I guess uh, just get the sixth person because I know at that one time in the beginning of the league, you know, I think it was only six people that could be on the roster or something like that. Right, uh, right. But uh, you know, we were definitely out there looking for that sixth person now as, as the, the, I guess the rules got a little bit more, you know, evolved a little bit more and became right. a little bit more refined as far as roster spots go. You know, we uh we definitely went out there and started building the team as far as like what we want our team to be, what we want our team to represent uh, individually and collectively. Um, one of our sayings that we you know that we actually have uh is um that we're you know five fingers is individual, you know a fist is one.
0: Gotcha. So,
1: um, you know that's something that we've definitely tried to live a you know live amongst our creed credence and stuff like that. So. I see a hashtag in that, man.
0: I think I'm thinking hashtags when once I hear that. So you need to get to the yeah, level. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we come up, we come up with a few, man. We come up with a few in this group.
0: All right, so one one other quick question in terms of your team organization. Um, I see Swizzler is uh, on your account. He's listed as a co-owner. So could you explain to everybody kind of how you guys uh, divvy up those responsibilities and who does what in terms of running your franchise? Um, I guess
1: the best thing, the, the best way to explain it is more so that, um, excuse me, I'm just leaving outside because it's a little bit windy outside or whatnot, but um, the best way to explain it would be that, um, you know, as a, as the leader of the team, you know, I've felt like that, you know, we've had to come to delegate uh, different, different things amongst each other, whether it's been, you know, me being... Uh, you know, me speaking to, you know, the owner's board exclusively, um, whereas in Swiss, uh, go, you know, he'll handle most of the, you know, uh, media marketing. Um, begotten Lemming, um, he's uh he's one of the started five that we uh, started out SL2K League with, um, you know, he, ha- he helps out with the media marketing, but more so on the scouting side. So we've kind of divvied up. Uh, responsibilities amongst all you know each other but we still handle everything as well you know what I mean like so it's like the buddy system basically a conveyor belt system you know travel down travel down travel down you know uh, what I don't what I can't take care of you know as far as like my non-exclusive job you know help me out and yeah I so on and so forth you know
0: it speaks to your uh, terminology, the five fingers make the fist. That's exactly what you were talking about. Sure, uh, sure. So, so let's go back through season one real quick. We'll just spend a, a minute or two on this. So so give me just a quick take. Um, what was your team's biggest strength worldwide last season, as you saw it uh, on the court, uh, game in and game out? What was your biggest strength as a team on the, on the court?
1: I think our team's biggest strength was the the literal meaning of the word worldwide that we actually – you know, personify in our play and in our recruitment. We have so many different people from different places of life. I mean, we really are worldwide. We got guys from, uh, we got still checking from uh, Toronto. We got uh, sincerely Rob from Dallas. Um, uh, uh, um, King karma. He's from New York. Uh, Begotten lemon. He's from Indiana mm-hmm. Swiss. Uh, I uh, see myself and um, the Muslim barber, uh, which is, you know, the boy Beef K, He just he, he's from Jersey. Um, R.D., he's from uh, Milwaukee, you know, so we, we really are worldwide. And we've actually come into contact with different people, even more people, you know, that didn't stay on the roster, but just that we ball with. So those different ideas from different places shows two things to me. One, that basketball is alive everywhere. And basketball is is, is is really different everywhere, but it's all the same once you find the common ground. And the second thing is that once you actually see the differences in everybody's thinking, everybody's planning, how they were learn, you know, how they were taught to play the game, you you involve those different things and now you have a monster that a Frankenstein and nobody's never seen because his blood, you know, travels from so many different areas of life. You know, he's a warrior. He's a thinker. He's a mathematician. He's an artist. This this is a dangerous guy. If, you know, it all comes oh, together. That's really
0: cool how you form your team. I can definitely see all the branding coming together. Now that you've explained that a little bit further, I wasn't even aware of all that <laughs> stuff. So that's a really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, man. We we've we've definitely tried to make this a real thing as far as worldwide gaming
0: you know, something that connects. I love us. it. All right. So let's transition. Now you, you told me your biggest strength, let's go biggest weakness. What was the weakness of your team that you wanted to uh, improve on for this upcoming season or this current season here?
1: I guess it's more so uh, like any other team that's just coming together for the first time uh, with those strengths, you know, there comes uh, uh, not chinks in the armor, but different ways on how to use the armor. You know, um, uh, we have to, we had to learn how to communicate on offense and defense. Um, I'd somewhat always compare our team as far as just the way, just the thinkers that we do have on the team as far as basketball IQ and not even just basketball IQ prof. I mean, uh, uh, just IQ as far as just life goes, those things, you know, we, those things, you know, we can talk about anything, but when it comes down to the to the communication parts, those things, you know, we had to refine because we were so new to each other and stuff like that. But because we had those, you know, the IQ that we had, it became a little bit more easier. So now, you know, compare our team to the Warriors, the Spurs. If you're looking at some of our our man, we don't run five out. We run plays, and we actually, when when it comes down to to the ball movement, man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful when it's that tip top
0: shit. So you know, that's a great uh, answer. I, lo- I love that answer. It's uh, that's really good stuff, man. Um, so we'll go into a little bit about uh, season two, but we're gonna take a quick little bit to talk about your stats. So worldwide. Uh, last season 50 and 39 you guys submitted 80 box scores so you guys had a good season i mean you were one of our most active teams you finished over 500 you had 50 wins um you, you went through the rigors of the six weeks and you, you completed as many games as anybody almost you were top 10 in the tur category which uh for your listeners means that you are among the top 10 most active team pages throughout the season which is phenomenal to play the most games and to be in the top 10 in social is a pretty incredible feat that's really managing your time well and Uh, being dedicated to the league so i appreciate that uh, personally and i'm sure all the other league members appreciate that as well because that helps us grow as a league um just to go into your personal stats a little bit for the listeners to get some uh, more background on on your personal accomplishments you played three games uh 12.3 points 61 percent shooting um 4.2 assists per game 2.3 uh, rebounds and 1.2 steals. So good season for you. Really solid contributor. Uh, 73 games played is a, a great amount over six weeks. That's that's excellent. Yeah. Um, if I could point out maybe in an observation, one weakness I saw in just looking at your stats and uh, doing my research here, three-point shooting could have been a little bit better as a team. Oh, yeah. um, so I think that's something you guys could definitely key on. Um, as it Like looking at your team averages, it's 45% from deep uh, throughout season <laughs> one through the 80 games played. Um, so that's definitely, uh, something that could be built upon for, uh, season two. Um, the rebounding looks good. 20, uh, 20 assists per game, four and a half steals. So you guys are great on D, uh, looks like the offense is varied. Just needed to hit some, uh, more long range shots, score a little bit more. I think, what do you think about that?
1: I mean, that's, that's perfectly, you know, that's perfectly where we are because we only, we really have, uh, I'd say maybe, three primary knockdown shooters. I mean, all of us can shoot, you know what I mean? Like, and we all shoot at, you know, I I'd say, you know, pretty average clips as far as like the ones that are not, you know, main, you know, primarily shooters or whatnot, but um, it really comes down to the fact of uh, the, the, it can be misleading. And the reason why is because we, if you look at our rebounded numbers and our defensive numbers, we so much on the break. Break. So we get so many different, we get so many more possessions and things like that. And the way that the ball, like I said, like with our ball movement on the break, sometimes the ball doesn't end up right there on the, you know, as far as like right under the basket on a fast break, for instance, you know, if it's five Mm of us or something like that or three or four of us or whatever, Um, You know, we spread out to a spot where that ball, even before the ball gets to the next person, that person, the other person in the play is already set up and ready for the shot, maybe on the wing if there's nothing down in the cut. Um, But we basically moving the ball around to the, if not first open shot, to the uh, best open shot. And sometimes it does end up on a three, especially with one of our guys who's primary archetypes uh isn't shoot uh isn't a uh, sharpshooter or whatnot okay. um but i tell my guys all the time uh archetypes mean nothing yeah it is what's between archetypes are basically your uh your primary archetypes are basically the, just just uh something that are, are you know are bigged up or souped up just for you know your personal preference whatever you to, is that you like to do okay anybody at- Prof, anybody ask me what my arc is, I say baller, because in real life, a baller in in this game, you see, I don't have any passer badges, nothing like that, man. I mean, but I'm getting my four assists a game, you know, and for us to average 22 assists, you know, that's a fifth of the assists right there, you know what I mean? So
0: um, Stats don't tell the whole story all the time. so let me, uh, <laughs> let me cut you off right there, actually, because we're coming up on our limit here. We're going to move this to a part two because this is a fun conversation. So we're going to take a quick commercial break on the SL2K podcast, and we're going to be back with more from uh, Good Height 248. Catch them at Good Height 248, Worldwide SL2K. We'll be right back. All right. Okay, we are back with good height, 248. Uh, two, yes, sir. Okay player, a member of Worldwide SLK. We're having a great conversation about strengths and weaknesses of his team and uh, all the things he's experienced so far in season one. And I want to take a couple of minutes uh, in this part two to shout out some of the worldwide teammates here and go over some of their numbers for all their dedication uh, in season one. Uh, we covered hype's numbers. Uh, Cal OKC is a teammate of his, 34 games played. Uh, 16 points per game, 61 and 58 were the shooting splits. Uh that's real solid. Uh, contributed on the rebounds three uh 3 per game, almost 4 assists per game, steal per game. So Cal had a really good season. I'm sure that's why he's, you know, back from more in season 2. Oh, yeah, uh, best so-
1: shooter in the game, man. Best shooter in the game, man. When he when he on, man, I, I feel like prof. uh you know, I feel like nobody gets gets as hot as he does, man. I, I feel like I feel like it, it's
0: I saw it's, he got on Twitter, Twitter. I was happy about that. Yeah, man. It's just, it's,
1: it's crazy when he get hot, man. It, he really changes the game by himself sometimes.
0: Word, word. Yeah. So Swizzler, Swizzler 3000, uh, 55 games played, uh, 15 points per game, mm-hmm. 64 and 36 are the splits, uh, 4.7 rebounds, almost five per game, uh, three assists and over a steal. Um, move on to uh, Begotten Lemming here. Uh, he had seventy games played. So I was a key member of your team throughout the whole season. All star. Um, yeah, exactly. SL two K All Star. Uh, Fifteen points per game. Averaged a double double. Ten and a half boards. Shot fifty seven percent. Three assists and over a block and a half per game. So that's an outstanding season. All star season for certain. Uh, see if he can duplicate or improve on those numbers uh, next coming season. And uh, still checking. Wanted to check in uh, on him too there, no pun intended. Uh, 48 games played, uh, (laughs) 9.9 points per game on 63% uh, shooting there, Uh, three boards and four assists. So it speaks to everything you talked about before in terms of your strengths. You see the varied uh, scoring numbers. Everybody's in double figures, just about nobody's over 20 a game. So you're not being carried by anybody. Everybody's, you know, sharing the ball. So it looks like you guys are playing a really good brand of team basketball which is probably a lot of the reason why you guys have maintained a steady roster. I mean, you can speak to that a little bit if you want, if you have any insight on that. I mean, uh, I, I'm kind of like,
1: uh, just bringing a little bit of NBA history, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if you remember those 90s, uh, like those late nineties, early 2000 Blazers, man. Like where it was like, I know all about it. You didn't know who the guy was that night, but you know, somebody could, anybody could kill you, whether it was Cliff Robinson, you know, his old ass or, um, Um, uh, You know, Rasheed Wallace, uh, you had um, Bonzi Wells, you had Steve Smith still, you know, in his prime and stuff on the, on the back end, but he's still in his prime and stuff. Um, But, you know, those guys all average, like, you know, between 15, you know, 20 a game, you know what I mean? So it was really a team effort. They just didn't have the one guy. And that's the one thing that, you know, uh, that we want to make sure that when we on that floor, that everybody can it doesn't matter who it is. That guy, that guy gonna be that guy that night and he'll carry us home. We can trust that guy to mm-hmm. carry us to, you know, to the land that night, you know. So um That's a that's good just something, yeah, that's just something, and I mean like as far as you know self-sacrifices, man, uh, you know, I made them for my team. Uh, cause honestly, it was myself and Cal OKC and Swizzler, and we was. You know, we were on our way to, uh, you know, on our way to elite ourselves, um, just us three. But right. you know, we just decided that, you know, that we we need we wanted and needed a full team. And um, you know, so you know, we took the backseat to a lot, you know, just so we could make sure that all of our guys knew that hey, you this is your team too. You know, yeah, the ball is in your hands. You know, we don't we don't blame anybody or get mad at anybody. You make a bad play, hey, you know, we just coach each other and we we say we all the time. I don't know how many times I said, you know, yeah. we in this conversation, but right, this, right, this right. really is us. You know what I mean? Uh, my guys, you know, and I'm their guy, you know? So, um, that's, that's really where all of our, I, I guess our main things are. We just make sure that we help each other, you know, expound on strengths and, uh, even with our weaknesses, you know, we don't hide them. We attack them, you know, so if there's a guy that's killing somebody, you know, one of us that may not be just a, as good a defender as somebody else. We 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 sometimes let them let them play them. You're going to have to learn. And, you know, it's it's appreciative, you know, because that guy comes back the next game. He's shutting his ben. guy down.
0: So, exactly.
1: you know, um that's, that's where we are as far as the team, team thing goes. I you know?
0: okay, want well, ask you this. So you talked about having the one guy. That's, that segues perfectly into my next topic here because you guys pick up this offseason and we can discuss him for a couple minutes here at the Cleveland Barber, okay? <laughs> got three games long for you guys in season two, and here are his numbers so far. Are you ready? 25, yeah. 25 points per game, 75% shooting. He's got 14 boards per game, four assists per game, two steals, and over a block per game. Those are MVP numbers. So it looks like we may have found that type of player. Am I wrong about that?
1: I, I don't. I, I'm. I don't think so at all. I mean, the two guys. Honestly, we there were three guys that you know we recruited um, over you know this this season altogether and the off season included. That you know, uh, you know they were clamored. If and, and honestly, K, uh, you know the Muslim barber, he was, he was a hidden gem. When I, looked in your, when I looked in your draft, you know, your draft pool, and I said, wow, like, I'm surprised nobody's actually going after a guy who's averaging close to steal a game. He's mm-hmm. averaging, like, you know, five or six rebounds a game, 12 assists, and not even 10 points. Right. But I'm like, okay, like, that's honestly a guy for my offense that which we are motion offense and stuff like that pick and roll, you know. A lot of screen action, uh, uh, offense and stuff like that. Um, that was perfect for somebody like that. And honestly, he was—that was his point guard. He's using his—he's uh, using his big and the IQ that comes with his point guard. You know, we trans is transferred over to his big. So some of the plays and decisions that he's making on that post—I mean, it's—it's it's crazy, you know. And and like I said, like as far as the other two guys, Carm was somebody who was, you know recruited and touted um once i you know once i had him on the trading block but you know we brought him back once we you know once he was available you know we brought him immediately back because outbreak slays I'll, I'll, to interrupt yeah, i don't yeah outbreak slays i don't think anybody i don't think anybody as far as like on a point guard position can score in a variety of ways that he does without having to play five out or without having to iso somebody up you know what i mean like it's catch and shoot it's uh, it's taking a man off the dribble. It's um, coming off curls, coming off screens, um, you know, picking rolls, things like that. You know, so, um, and RD, if you look at his his Twitter feed, he was so, I guess, clamored after mm-hmm. because of his defense and the fact that he could do so many other different things. Man, yeah. I. When he when I, I hit him up, I said, Yo, RD, man, you remember we played together, man. You remember this could be defensive, defensive, you know, beasts on the on the you know on that floor. And he was like, You play with you play with Sw- uh Swizzler and Lemon, right? And I said, Yeah. He's like, Man, where can I sign up? Yeah, and I cool. said, brother, I said, brother, we've been looking for you. <laughs> we've been looking for you, you know, since yeah. since the last time we played. And honestly, things just started falling in into place for us, you know. But K, I mean, I don't think those are – I don't think those numbers are going to dwindle down, if at all, you yep. know, as the season goes along because he's that smart and he's that good of a center. So I think we have three really good big men, probably the three best combination of big men in, in, in our league, you know. So I think we – So he's K, uh, uh,
0: just for the listeners, that's uh, the boy Beef K, 22. You'll see that in the box scores uh, when they sure. – upload box scores you'll see the boy beef k that's who we're referring to for the muslim barber that's the twitter handle at the muslim barber so shout out to him a uh, new member of slk fresh face for you guys to check out and follow so i uh, definitely do that so i just have a couple more questions uh, for you personally uh, hype um right. I, i'd like you to give me just two goals give me two goals you have i don't want to hear win the championship because everybody says that i know that's the goal for everybody so break down just two goals for me that you have for worldwide that don't have anything to do with winning the championship, something that can be on court, can be off court, whatever you think, give me a couple goals that you have.
1: All right. Um, and, uh, professor don't take this as disrespect, man, but you know, I, I that's, that's number one, no I, I, you know, I'm a, I I've played ball all my life since I was six years old. You know, I've never gotten cut from a team. I'm only five, eight, you know, I never played point guard, never played shooting guard. I mean, other than by position alone, you know, I defended most, you know, it, Of course, if he wasn't a a center, crazy center in high school, you know, I defended, you know, some of the best players on the court out here. I defended some of the best players. I got cut in college. So when I got cut, it made me more hungry and said to myself, look, I want to win something for myself. So that that has to be number one. You know, that's always going to be number one. But as far as like our main goals collectively as a team, other than just to win the championship. Yeah. Is it's really to build a business. Like we we, we discuss right now we building the inward you know the inner lanes of the business because we're gonna you know, my guys have told them like I'm dedicated to them as long as they're dedicated to me. Um whether, you know, you know, if we trade you then then that's the difference, you know what I mean? But as far as like the main guys that we've you know talked to, you know, we really have decided and discussed this to make this actual, you know, corporation um worldwide gamers because, you know, all of us have grown up from the Atari onto the the Xbox One. So <laughs> I mean, you know, game is in our blood. This is our generation for gamers. You know, we the we're the actually the the next leading brains and as far as how you know our realities are going to work you know what i mean how we move and things like that so you know we want to make sure we got to jump on that so that's one of our definitely our biggest goals and the last one honestly is just to build the name um if anything uh i think we're doing that right now with the right way that we play um the fact that we very respectful amongst everybody else trust me i've have my share of bands. <laughs> and it, 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 that's just coming, you know, you hear me as a, as a very cool, calm, and collective guy. But when it comes to my guys, I've really gotten banned off somebody else to talk shit about my guys. And that's yeah, something that, that I don't take because, you know, I, I wasn't raised like that. I'm the oldest of, of, uh, of, you know, six kids, well, seven kids. And, um and, uh, you know, I, I I just can't I can't see myself, you know, anybody picking on a
0: sibling that mentality. That's a good that's a good quality to have as a leader, though, of a team, for sure, that you want to yeah. always protect your guys, so that's they'll always go to war with you, they'll always go to battle when they know that you have their back, so that's a great approach. Definitely appreciate that about you as a, a team owner, for sure, and I think a lot of team owners should have that mindset, and a lot of them do, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let me hit you with the rapid fire. We'll close it with this. We'll go to some off-topic stuff we covered your season one, we covered your teammates, we covered season two outlook, we talked about Muslim, we talked about your personal goals, so let me just hit you with some fun questions here off the top of your head, just give me a quick answer. Alright, you ready? Alright, no problem. Alright, favorite
1: player? Uh, the Knicks, Yankees,
0: Giants, Rangers,
1: um, and uh, Real Madrid. Alright, alright.
0: Favorite, favorite player to watch?
1: Basketball all time is Vince Carter. I mean, I've, I've never... It's, it's between Vince and Kobe who's 1A and 1B as far as my favorite but Vince has always been my favorite since North Carolina so oh, Okay New so Carolina's one of my favorite teams college
0: How about a hobby besides basketball that you want to share with the community?
1: Um they- fashion uh fashion art uh and um you know fatherhood is number 1 in community you know oh, damn, that's, damn. That, those are my hobbies community Food. Oh, uh, f- shoot. Um, food. It doesn't <laughs> have ketchup or vinegar. Anything that doesn't have <laughs> ketchup.
0: I got you. That's a good <laughs> answer. That's a fair answer, man. All right. So, last movie you watched? What was the last movie you watched? You sat down and watched?
1: The Meyerwitz Stories. How was that? That was uh, if you ever seen the Royal Tannenbaums, um, I'm a really big movie guy too. So uh, okay. You ever seen the Royal Tannen Bombs or somewhere like that? It's an Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller story. Um the main three guys are uh, Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, and their father's played by Dustin Hoffman, who's basically a self centered artist. But me as an artist, I kinda can understand, you know, and relate with the father, uh, on there. So All right.
0: Well, that covers it for me, man. Again, Good Hype 248 on Twitter at GoodHype248 at WorldwideSL2K. I definitely yeah. appreciate you taking the time. I know this went over our uh, expected time limit a little bit, but definitely appreciate your time, man, and best of luck this season. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Can't say it enough, and uh, just have a blast, man.
1: Hey, man, thanks, man, and um, I appreciate you having us on here. I appreciate you having me on here on behalf of my team, on um, behalf of Worldwide Gamers. Thanks for having us in the league. Uh, prop, you make the league feel like ours, bro. So it's only, it's only reciprocated.
0: I appreciate it, man. All right, we'll talk to you next time on the SL2K Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Take it easy. The team hot, better call a timeout. Got you in the hole and you're struggling to climb out. I mean, who really got a problem? Let me find out. Team full of shooters, you would think we ran a five out. Marauders is the name to remember. All hell, us like when it rained in the winter. Me, I got the whole fucking game locked down. Why you think I went ahead and made a defense?
0: I want to send a special shout out to JSL Podcasts at JSL Podcasts. That's the Hustle Plays 2K podcast and the Hustle Plays NBA podcast. Uh, He Wasn't Ready is the other part of our SL2K podcast network. He Wasn't Ready uh, at He Wasn't Ready on Twitter. Uh, You can find them both on Anchor as well. Uh, Make sure you check them out as part of the SL2K podcast network uh, throughout season two.